A couple of things before we get started. First off, thank you to Cure International for making today's show possible. Cure heals kids. And that's three words that encapsulate 30 countries, hospitals, free surgeries, children who sometimes have had debilitating issues and could get no help, and suddenly lives change, hope comes, beauty from ashes, and Christ is introduced to these families. So cure, heals, kids are three words that are heavy with hope. And I hope that you can come to lifewithlisawilliams.com and find out more about Cure International. So that's the first thing I wanted to share with you. And then secondly, I wanted you to know that your guest today is Rebecca Carroll. She is a living gift to my life. She is a living gift to her husband and two children. She is a living gift to her family and friends. And she is a living gift that God made and chose to put on the radio every morning in Dallas. Rebecca is a gift and she hungers for God's word like no one I know. She studies God's word and finds so much life in the word of God. And then she, that's her gift, she translates that passion to the rest of us. So you can find Rebecca at loveserveshine.com or at kcbi.org. Or you can just stay with me because she has a message from what sounds like a war zone. You're going to hear from Rebecca Carroll about the deconstruction of your life. I'm just a radio girl. I love things that talk to me. You LOL. I did. I truly laughed out loud. I'm Lisa. I'm great. Everything's fine. Somebody just wrote on my Facebook page, please get your mom on Facebook. We want to be her friend. Do you want to be on Facebook? What is that? Are you on Twitter? I talked to the mailman. Is that Twitter? Life with Lisa Williams is like a cave. Run around in the sun. Exactly. Put a sprinkler in the yard. This is life. This is This is life. This is life. 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 This is Life with Lisa Williams. Our house is in a little bit of a construction project. Actually, well, I I need to give you... Um, a disclaimer because you're going to hear banging and you're going to hear sawing and pounding and all kinds of strange noises in the background. And our house <laughs> has been a little <laughs> bit like a war zone. Is it the floors? Were they doing the yeah. floors? Yeah. yeah. Because when Lisa came to visit me about a month or so ago, we had a big, we had like one room where the carpet was totally ripped out. And I told Lisa that we were getting ready to do our floors and we were starting some renovations in the house. And um, I came home the other day, it was last week, and I mean, I'm not kidding, war zone. The floor had been torn up and I mean, just sawdust coating everything. And, and we are... <laughs> Listen to that. It's like a sound I'm effect. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's, I, I mean, this has been my world. Wow. Wow. <laughs> How much longer? You know, uh, two more weeks, I think. Oh, wow. <laughs> because we're gluttons for punishment and all kinds of things are going on. Like the, I'm going to, I know, it's so bad. I know. I have nowhere I can go either. That's fine. You but know, the, radio people, we use sound effects. Like it sounds like there's someone sawing, but it's recording and you hit the button. But this is real. This is live sound effects. This is not a joke. No, it's not. Welcome to my world. And it <laughs> actually, it has given me so much inspiration. 
Okay. You walk in to your home. It's your home. It's where all your memories are. It's where your treasures are. It's where your pictures are. It's where you yeah. raise your babies. And you walk in, and it's a war zone. And everything is torn up. Things are essentially just stripped down to the, like, what do you call it? The, the, the bare slab. bones. The bare the bones. Yes. Yeah. And I, I was walking through my house, and I thought, this is, I mean, it's like a bomb of destruction went off. And then the funniest thing happened. Like I, I, I was just looking around at the mess and a word just popped into my mind. It like sliced through my thoughts. Deconstruction. And deconstruction and destruction are two different yes. things. Wow. Yeah. There's yeah. a world of difference because when something is set apart for destruction, I mean, that's annihilation. It means that thing is going to be destroyed beyond the point of, of mm-hmm. ever having any kind of future. But the concept of destruct, of deconstruction is different. And especially like when you are like in a literary sense, if, if you deconstruct a chunk of text, what you're doing is you are stripping it down to its most basic elements. And if you're on a deconstruction project, you're doing the same thing. It's like disassembling something. But with deconstruction, there's a purpose for it because if you look up the word, it means to, um, to strip something down to its most basic elements. And then there's a review process. You're reviewing for flaws, for inconsistencies, for biases. And then the end goal is always reconstruction. And it's so funny, Lisa, because I was thinking about this and, you know, I've, I've shared my story with you before and, um, you know, a lot of my history, like when I moved down to Texas from Kansas city, mm-hmm. I was leaving a destructive relationship. I had destructive habits. I had a destructive self image, all of these things that had to be disassembled so that God could reveal to me my biases, my flaws, so he could reveal the brokenness inside of me. And I feel like ever since I moved down here, you know, 18 years ago, it's been this slow reconstruction process. And I know that you yourself have been through... You know, somewhat of a deconstruction, yes. reconstruction process. I, well, it's just the sound effects make me laugh. So I just want to, I'm holding back laughter. Like your thoughts are so powerful, but I just want to laugh till I cry because you actually are being deconstructed while you're talking about a life that is deconstructed. It's so funny. And I'll give you like, pictures. I mean, I, I've got pictures. <laughs> I can send you video. We can periscope any of it, all of it. <laughs> But, you know, but my mind, golly, my mind is spinning in a good way because you want to get down to the bare essence of this is who you really are, Rebecca. This is who you really are, Lisa. This, this is what I made you to be. You're a gift. You're a rare thing. I've made you and all your life. You've had all of this damage. Mm. You know, there's all kinds of damage in your life because of things that have happened, but I'm going to deconstruct. It's going to be painful. It's going to be messy. Oh man. Yeah. So messy. 
and loud and difficult and you don't think you're going to make it. Yeah. But then. Yeah. Reconstructed. And, and here is what this is doing for me. It has made me sit back and completely reevaluate everything I have ever been through. And it's on so many oh. levels. I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe you, maybe you have a view of God that, that he needs to deconstruct because that was part of, that was part of the process for me. You see, I grew up in a very liberal denomination that held scripture, um, as authoritative, but certainly not inerrant. You know, I was never encouraged to read the Bible on my own and, and so, um, the view I had of God for, you know, the first 25 years of my life was that he was an angry father waiting for me to blow it so me he too. could bring down the hammer. Yep, me too. Like he, the, the shoe was going to drop any second. Yeah. Either, either Satan or God was going to squash me any minute if I just didn't watch my back. That's how yeah. I felt. Yeah. And yeah. That's just all, that, ha that has to be deconstructed because that is not truth. Mm -hmm. You got to deconstruct. So what you're saying now that the concept is starting to overlay, you can look at lots of different things, such as your um, upbringing and belief about the veracity of scripture. You're looking at that now and realizing God had to de deconstruct that. Well, you. and, and so much of the way I understood the Bible had to be reconstructed. And even now, I mean, um, you know, Lisa knows that I'm in seminary and that that's been, um, uh, something big on my heart for a long time is I, I'm so passionate about a right understanding and handling of the mm -hmm. Bible because mm -hmm. I had to have everything I knew about scripture. I had to have that deconstructed so that what God could do was reconstruct it for me so that it could do its work on me. Mm -hmm. And wow. I, so I just, I, well, I wonder, I wonder, um, right now who is listening to this conversation and, and sitting in the rubble of circumstances that you did not ask for as far as you can discern, you did not deserve. Um, maybe it's a relationship that imploded on you. Maybe it's a career that imploded on you and you're looking around and all you can see is destruction. But what if we could allow for the possibility of knowing that our God is a loving father and his primary concern in your life is that you would know him, have an intimate knowledge of him, an intimate relationship with him. And what if the things that we go through that we look at and, and we just, we just, you know, we're wrecked because it looks like everything is destroyed. But what if that's just a loving father deconstructing some things that had to go into so that he could reconstruct us into something glorious. I mean, yes. Lisa, yes. how many times have you and I said this to each other? If, if we did not have a past, would we have a powerful message? If I didn't have a mess, would I have a message? Would I, would I have a ministry? If would I hadn't I been know him the way that I do, if I hadn't gone through the struggles that I've gone through, exactly. It's like they're gifts. The deconstruction is a gift if you see it for what it is. And, and I, I want to be really careful too, to, right? to say know, right? that, <laughs> that sometimes God will just, you know, he'll, he'll just, He'll, he'll just allow the consequences of our actions to do their work on us. And that can be a deconstruction process. But sometimes we, we, we can't understand it in the sense of how could a cancer diagnosis 
possibly be God in his sovereignty deconstructing me and reconstructing me? Well, God, I don't think God points to something and, and says cancer, but I do think that he will use it in a reconstructive manner. Sure. Because when we're closer to him, when we're walking um, in his will, and when we are absolutely desperate for him, mm-hmm. that's when we're the most powerful. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking right now of two things as you said that. Um, one, one is I, I had a sewer backup last weekend. And it was just nightmarish, Rebecca. And, you know, you know, trying to stop it. And then, you know, are we going to have to rip things up or what are we going to do? And we're going to have to uh, take up the floor in our dining room. Right. And so you look at that and you go, this is horrible. I, 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 I sat on the stairs going, I'm so discouraged. I'm blanking out. I can't even think about what I need to do next. It's just so discouraging. But I'm going to get down to, I'm starting to get that drive in me like, oh yeah, we're going to get under this floor. We're going to make sure everything is clean. Oh, it's going to be work and I'm going to be frustrated and I'm going to wish I wasn't doing it. But when we're done and like Home Depot or whoever comes in and puts in the new floor, then it's going to be so beautiful and strong and clean and new. And so it's almost like things come in and sometimes it's as gross as sewer backup, mm, yeah. you know, and, and my daddy doesn't do that, but man, he can use things that happen in not, he can, he does. Yeah. He, he just does. He uses the circumstances of life. He uses our own issues or he uses things that pass through his hands and he allows those things so that we can, is this true? This is true, right? What I'm saying is true. Absolutely right? true. Yeah. I will yeah. die on that hill every day of the week and twice on Sunday. <laughs> well, it's the ace he has up his sleeve. I mean, there is nothing in your life that the enemy could mark for destruction that God can't use for reconstruction. There's nothing. The enemy does not, he has not been given that kind of power. He doesn't have the power to create and he doesn't have the power to decreate. He can make a mess, but then God can turn around and he can make a message and a ministry out of that thing so fast it'll make the enemy's head spin. And that's our hope. That is how we float on the waves of our suffering.